Hey there. Hello. Welcome to the Deep Waters Podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we'll, we'll roll with it. We'll roll with it. <laughs> we pray that you are in the, the beginning, the middle of end of all we do, Lord. May openness and peace and shalom mark our discussions. As we engage in conversations about the fresh move of God, may our hearts be drawn to unity. And in all things, may this shape us to look more like you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Well, friends, settle in for an exciting episode of the Deep Waters podcast. Uh, yeah, we've got a new format for you today. So buckle up, keep your heart and spirit open, and enjoy. Hello, everybody. This is one of your co-hosts, Jace Langley here. I hope you guys enjoyed last week's uh, part one of the God is Near Testimonies. This is part two. You'll get to hear incredibly um, rich and glorious stories from Callie Evans, Courtney Guerrero, and Molly Ardumian. If you see anyone that has shared a testimony um, on this podcast at church, uh, be sure to encourage them because it's not an easy thing to do. Um, it's definitely a vulnerable thing to lay your story out for everyone to um, hear and see. So we just pray that uh, what is said today falls on unoffensive ears. Um, and because our goal is not to offend, it is to to provoke and to stir and to let us um, just dive deeper into who God is and how he might want to operate in our lives. Anyway, I hope you guys have a wonderful week. We love you guys here and enjoy this episode of the Deep Waters podcast. First up is Callie Evans. Friends, we have our wonderful friend Callie here right now <laughs> to share with us some experiences that she had over the God is Near weekend. Callie, would you introduce yourself to us what's your name how long you've been coming to river house yeah, yeah. <clears throat> favorite apple go ahead <laughs> cosmic crisp Ooh, whoa great yes. choice i got asked that? that yesterday and i said cosmic crisp yes we're so on the same wavelength so that's good. amazing good okay sorry i'm going going to the store to get one right yeah. after this it's it a out. it's a delicious cheaper honey crisp yeah oh it's cheaper for some yeah, reason, I, I thought it was so. more expensive. I, it was, mm -hmm. I, think it was too I don't know. Wow, that's great. <laughs> if it's more expensive, I'm going to look really out of touch. <laughs> that's sweet. All right, I'm going after this. <clears throat> yes. All right, I'm sorry. I did not mean to. All right, to. Cosmic Crisp. What's yes. your name, though? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Callie. Callie. Hi. <laughs> hey. You've been coming to Riv House for a minute, haven't you? Yeah, a fat minute. Um, <laughs> I started coming to River House in 2017 throwback yeah throwback and then i moved away for a couple years and then i came back in 2020 okay mm -hmm. amazing wow yeah. so you feel at home in our congregation yeah yeah i'd totally. say so yeah That's it's been good. beautiful to see it like grow and change but it mm -hmm. still feels like home and you serve and have served in yeah. a handful of different ministries yeah i know obviously my my personal bias the youth ministry <laughs> yeah. you served with us for over two years right yeah. like two and a half almost yeah. three yeah dang so yeah, cool those are beautiful Laid times. Down lover. yeah Aww. did you grow up in a church like river house that was more charismatic was it less charismatic what mm -hmm. was that journey like for you because that's been a common thread on this podcast even yeah. of people having that journey of realizing that the holy spirit's moving yeah, that's what a good was that question like for you. Um, I grew up in a, well, I grew up Mormon a little bit in my life. So I went to Mormon church. Mm -hmm. And then when we left the church, we went to a very like evangelical, like conservative Christian church. Yeah. Like you, we sang hymns and like dressed to like the nines, like every single wow. week. And then, um, in middle school, we transitioned to a different church that was more like a contemporary, like, mm -hmm. you know, classic. Non denom vibes. Yeah, yeah. Not, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of chill. We sang 
some songs. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. But yeah, it was definitely like not charismatic like at all. Um, I remember like in school because I went to a Christian school, like learning about like the gifts and that stuff just doesn't exist anymore. Like that's what they taught mm-hmm. my me at least. Like, yeah. But I remember like reading in scripture though and just being super curious about it. Yeah. Um, and so... I feel like that was my intro to the charismatic world was just like the book of Acts. I was like, what is this? Mm -hmm. I want to know. That's awesome. Yeah. Come on. So, sorry, I'm a public school kid. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't relate to this whole Christian school experience. Mm. You actually had a a Bible class that taught you that the Holy Spirit's works are not not active and living today. Yeah. Wow. So they taught cessationism, in other words. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what don't your remember. experience was. I don't was. remember that necessarily. We went to the same private yeah, school. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. And not to condemn the private school because yeah. I know a ton of people who yeah. go there and yeah. it's a wonderful school. Yeah. yeah and, it was. It's yeah. a great school, but I think it's because that was their own personal beliefs. Sure. So I think that's like what they taught us out of and like I didn't know any different. And like students that went there came from all different backgrounds. Like there were kids there that went to charismatic churches and it opened up like a lot of discussions, but that's what I remember being taught. Mm -hmm. Cool. Makes sense. Yeah. So then when you came to river house, did it feel pretty alien to you that people were maybe speaking in tongues or that there were certain manifestations of the spirit? Mm, Honestly, no, Hmm. I think I just was like, if this is God, like I want to know what this is, Hmm. you know, like, I don't know. I just, I didn't want to miss out on anything. So I I was like, I don't want to just like close my, like, I don't know, close that off if Mm -hmm. this is real. So, wow. Oh, you just have an open heart. Childlike faith. I guess so. (laughs) I love it. That's so good. So yeah, going into the God is near weekend. What was that? What was that whole experience like for you? What was the conference like? And then are there any big moments that really stand out to you? Hmm. That is a big question. Um, We're here for the big questions. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> yeah. Um, hmm. I think a lot. Oh, sorry. You're good. You're good. <laughs> so much went into that weekend. Um, man, I was just really looking forward to it. I was so excited. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, <clears throat> but my mom and my brother came. Mm-hmm. So I like that whole week before I was like praying, I was like, Lord, I just want them to like encounter you. However that is. And I, I was like, I don't even like need a word. I don't need anything. I already know stuff you've told me. Like, I don't know, just get them. Like, I just want (laughs) them to have more. I was like, please God. Um, So I really didn't have any expectations for myself to be Mm -hmm. honest. I just was going to be there. Um, but something that, I don't know if I can share like both what happened to me, but also like, yeah. like, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but that week I was just praying and I was, uh, realized I had like a lot of expectations of what I wanted like the Lord to do for my family, like even for Bailey. I was like, Lord, like I, I just want them to get slain. I, I just want them <laughs> to just like, I don't know, like mm-hmm. just be just encounter love um and so I honestly had to lay that down like that week before of what I wanted that to look like because I think that just puts God in a box actually of how he wants to move in them so anyway the day before the conference started Bailey came home from one of our community groups Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. he just Bailey's your husband by the way yes thanks by the way everybody yeah yeah Yeah. Praise but God. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Good man. Upstanding man. <laughs> Absolutely mm-hmm. upstanding. <laughs> Love him. Um, but yeah, he came home and he just was like, I could clearly see like he encountered the Lord Whoa. and it was, he just was like sharing it. It's like so vulnerable to share like spirit things with people. Like, I don't know why it's so vulnerable, but it, mm-hmm. it's like a soul thing. But he just told me how he like encountered the Lord because they did like some secret place kind of thing mm-hmm. with God. And I was like, wow, because I had actually been praying for that for a long time. Like mm-hmm. obviously he loves the Lord and knows the Lord loves yeah. him, but it's like different to feel it, you mm-hmm. know? 
it can like it transforms so much so anyway that happened and I was like whoa like stuff is already starting to happen and the conference hasn't even started so get to the conference um it was just so beautiful just worshiping with everybody and um just like pressing in um even like I felt a little uncomfortable at times because I was like man we're just like worshiping for so long like how much more can we do this but then like there's just always more so um something that impacted me though was on Saturday um Julian like got up there and was talking about people who were encountering or had had super long seasons of grief and I wouldn't have like worded it like that but as he was describing it I realized like I've been actually like struggling through a lot of pain for a while from like a past ministry I was in like like almost four years ago now yeah and like I just didn't realize that was all still like in my heart Mm -hmm. so I like went up to the front because I was like well I don't know I'm just going to be obedient to this. And I feel like through that, it broke something where I realized like joy is my weapon actually, Mm -hmm. which I didn't realize how Mm -hmm. important that is as a Christian that you need joy to like sustain yourself. And so I just was like on the altar, just like with the Lord and something he was just telling me, um, he's like, I want, these dreams like that I have for myself, like more than you do. Like Mm. I want your family to be saved more than you do. Like I was just getting wrecked of like, I've been holding on to like these dreams of the Lord, like just wanting them to happen. But like, he actually wants them to happen more than I do. And so (laughs) that's beautiful. Wow. But I just (laughs) laid that down. And, um, I feel like I like just picked up joy. And like the biggest thing for me over this weekend was realizing how to stand with joy and Mm -hmm. how that will just like sustain me. And then that night, like that evening, kind of like the conference wrapped up, but people were just still there, like hanging out. Um, I just encountered the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny how intentional God is. Cause like we, like he came to me in a way that I receive like Mm -hmm. fun like that's a love language of mine I don't know if like technically it is a technical love language but I love to have fun if I'm having fun with people I just feel so loved yeah Mm -hmm. but he came to me and I just like it was just so fun like I we just had so much fun and I was just like laughing because he was just being so funny and (laughs) it was just so beautiful um and I just felt really restored and I've just felt so different since then really yeah come on so restored I feel like that chapter is like ended because something Julian said was like grief has has a time stamp I was like Mm. that's a good word amen that's a really good word so I was like (laughs) dang this has just got to go um so yeah that's something that happened for me um but then as the also like Saturday was wrapping up I was like like nothing has really happened for my family like (laughs) like Mm -hmm. I don't want to try to control this but like if nothing has happened what through what I can see like that doesn't mean that something isn't happening but um I was talking to my mom um like the service was kind of wrapping up and I was like how are you and She's like, I'm doing good, actually, because that stuff makes them that stuff. I mean, <laughs> people laughing, people yeah. falling, you know, just people mm-hmm. thinking of dunks. It can make my mom and my brother a little uncomfortable, and they usually will just leave at that point. But she was like, well, I was talking to your brother, and I was like, how, how do you feel when you see people, like, getting healed or people talking, speaking in tongues or laughing? And he was like, well, I think it's actually pretty cool. And she was like, that actually changed my perspective because she was like, I look at things more skeptically, whereas wow. I, he's looking at things through wonder. Maybe I should do that too. Wow. And like at that point um, behind us was Paul um, Warner and mm-hmm. his hand was getting healed. And my mom was like freaking out. She was like, what? She was like, I can't believe this is happening. Like what in the world? And it was just like wild seeing her like that because that would usually make her really uncomfortable. Yeah. And then my little brother um like went to the bathroom and I just was like, 
all right, I get, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if he left or anything, but then mm-hmm. he came back and he was like, I think my uh, tooth is gold. And I was like, a what? <laughs> and so I'm like, let me go see. Oh my word. I take my phone and we're just like in the back and he's like a super shy person. So he was like so uncomfortable as I'm like digging like my phone into his mouth. But his retainer filling, like his tooth filling was gold. And it was just so, it just like blew my mind because my brother is not some like like this is a new world to him you know and like i know when i was talking about it with other people like you know people are like i don't know about that like so skeptical which people got to go through their own journey but Mm -hmm. i just treasure that moment in my heart because i'm like that wasn't for anybody else Mm -hmm. now michael will never doubt that god's real yeah like never because it's it's still gold like in his (laughs) mouth and he has something to always testify to his spirit maybe if he's doubting because he's new to the lord he just recently gave his life to him so it's just i know and so i'm like oh lord like i had like i thought you would do something like this but you did something i could never think you would do in my family and it's just like already changing my family and my dad and it's just so beautiful and um it just reminded me of this quote i had heard in ywam um they were like if you want to like go out and change the world like go home and love your family Mm -hmm. it's just isn't that wild that's lovely i don't know so anyway i think that's that's pretty much it okay just just to be that guy be that guy Your brother's tooth had zero gold in it. Zero gold. Before. Yeah, it was a silver filling. And then his retainer also turned gold, but it was silver before. Oh, it was decisively silver. Yeah, yeah. And it's still gold. Yeah. It's, it's not like it had the appearance of gold mm-mm. in the right light. No. If you saw it with, yeah, no, it's like actually gold. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. That's a valid <laughs> question. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying yeah. to even totally. think about the questions that were in my head when I, I might hear something like this yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. It, it, for him... It's such an obvious, like, faith-marking moment. Yeah, yeah, it really was. He has no reason to make up something like this. Yeah, yeah. That'd be really silly. Yeah. Is Michael known to lie about things turning gold (laughs) previously (laughs) this moment? You know what, that's a valid question. Yeah. No. No, okay. (laughs) See? There it is. You heard it here, folks. Yeah. (laughs) Amazing. Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, okay. Well, I I like hearing it from your perspective, too, because it's one thing for people like me to throw around somebody's filling turned gold. Yeah. But for you to give us some of that insight, he's new to the Lord. Yeah. This is just such a, like, treasure that God handed him, literally, to say, hey, I'm here. I see you. Mm. I value you. I'm real. Mm. Like, don't question me. Yeah. And I'm going to mark your mouth so you never forget. Whoa. Like, that feels so holy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Whoa. Like, wow. Signs and wonders that point to Jesus. Like, what a cool example, actually. Oh, yeah. Extravagant and unnecessary in some ways and just so deeply personal Mm. also. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Can I, is it okay if I rewind Yeah. back to when you were saying that the Lord was just being so funny <laughs> and you were laughing and he was just being so funny. You said a couple times and so fun. Cause we saw that from the outside. <laughs> oh, you were, you, you got some joy that night. I'll just say from my <laughs> <Yes>. experience, <laughs> if it's okay that I share, yes, go, go ahead. you were like on your back with your legs bent up. <laughs> And it looked like you were being tickled pretty actively. <laughs> That's That was what it appeared like. And you were just <laughs> laughing and having fun. But it was like you were kind of twitching oh like a gosh. person does when they're being tickled. Yeah. And then I didn't really see much more of that because my, my attention was elsewhere. Um, totally was, yeah. Do you feel like you had control over your body in that moment? Like, could you walk us through what yeah. what that felt like? Yeah, <laughs> man, 
That so part is good. like a little strange. So honestly, <laughs> thanks for making me talk about it. I just <laughs> love to just yeah graze over that. I mean, we're just uh, this is vulnerable. You yeah. know, if you're willing, this oh, is yeah. what the whole podcast is. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Well, Go on. um, it actually all started with um Violet Glisten. We love <laughs> we Violet. We love Violet. <laughs> <laughs> She's one of our youth. Yeah. So I'm gonna get my charger. You guys can see. Okay. okay. So at um, summer camp, actually, mm-hmm. last summer, uh-huh. um, she came up to me and she was like laughing so hard, her like she was like crying. And she just was like, Kelly, I just see you covered in peanuts. And then she just was gone. She just was <laughs> dead laughing on the floor. And I was like, what? And I was like, okay. Like it was funny to me, but it wasn't like, like it was just funny to me so i just laughed Bizarre. a little bit but it wasn't like Silly. i was laughing uncontrollably from it yes um but then so that's where it started so um that night like <laughs> violet she comes up to me and i'm like hey violet we're chatting and then we just looked at each other and we're like remember that one time and then we just start laughing so hard and i just felt like i couldn't stop laughing i was like what is happening right now um so Whoa. anyway I'm laughing and I think sometimes like there's been moments if I'm like uh I don't know kind of fallen out in the spirit you know I don't know so many different terms Mm -hmm. for that Mm -hmm. but it's almost like at least for me I'm curious what other people how it's like for other people but it's like a decision some people definitely are just gone um and I've had moments where like I really couldn't get up but I feel like for me in times like that like I can either press into what the Lord's doing or I can kind of be like, Lord, I feel uncomfortable and kind of like push that away and just kind mm. of, I don't know, quench the Holy Spirit, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> you could you end will. it. I could end it. You yeah. could get out of it, force it not to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just was like, you know what? Things are already crazy. What's what's one more? <laughs> like Robin's hands are burning. <laughs> what's yeah. one more? <laughs> like, uh, yes. like, right. What's another what's crazy thing? There's gold dust everywhere. Yeah, like, <laughs> what's another crazy thing that's happening right now? Um, and so I just was just with the Lord, and I just I don't know what it's like for you guys when you picture the Lord, but it's like um, like if I'm trying to like remember what my mom's face looks like, mm. I can picture her face, but it's not like. I can touch it or anything. That's how it is when I see like the Lord, like it's, I don't know how else to describe that, but I just like saw him and there was also like some angels around and they had these huge, like white feathers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, here we go. (laughs) (laughs) They just, they just tickled me with them. I don't know. No (laughs) way. laughing so hard because it's like seeing the joy in jesus's face like what he was just like having fun with me like i don't know and i think that's funny because like that's like i love to tickle bailey my husband we i just love to tickle him he loves to tickle me so it's like that's something i think is so fun and so i think that's very intentional of the lord to like Mm. have fun with me in that way because i love that but yeah honestly it sounds so weird i don't know why i love it but that's what i saw and that's Boom. what i felt it was just so ticklish yeah, so ticklish. yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that on the table Praise you know God. <laughs> okay oh it's so I, fun it's so good i think yeah, it's so joyful like the yeah. fruit is like joy yeah so oh yeah what's the complaint i guess i could hear somebody say where is that in the bible right but how many times in the bible do we see something that didn't ever happen before that in mm-hmm. the bible or only happened once, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I just love this testimony because you're here like, I'm not trying to force anything. Like yeah. we had to kind of pull out some of those details <laughs> in you. You're not even like waving this like a banner. Yeah. Trying to manipulate anyone with these words. Yeah. So I just love how like, even to speak to the holistic moment that you were sharing earlier, how God was leading you through that grief and that joy was then your weapon that Mm. Jesus was choosing to really lean in to help you with that joy. Yeah. And there was a squad of angels there to help (laughs) along the way too. (laughs) 
was. And well that you, you feel like there's a market difference. Yeah. Bef- before and after the weekend. Come on. Yeah. 100%. Would you say that difference is mostly just in your internal sense of like contentment and peace? Um, what words would you put on that difference? If you can. If, if yeah, possible. They, like, hmm. Maybe um, you can't. That's cool too. I I guess like it is like more of an internal. Like I've actually like the people in my lives have like said something about it. Like you seem like a little different. Really? Yeah, which I think is interesting. It's a testament right there. Yeah. But I think just in myself, like even with like my um like thoughts, like I just <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like brand new. Like if a lie like comes in or I'm like doubting myself or I don't know, mm-hmm. something like that. Like I just, I actually just fight it with a joy. I'm like, wow. I remind myself who I am and who the Lord is. It's, it just feels different. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. That's great. That's so that's good. Great. Praise, yeah. the Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh yeah. Praise him. Him. It's like his, um, like his spiritual armor. Yeah. Joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he just covered you in it. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for sharing all this, Kelly. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much. What a treasure that you've Thanks. shared this with us. So thank you. Honestly. Thanks. Yeah. We honor you and bless you. And thank yeah, you. just, it's really lovely to see how you come in with such faith and mm. expectation for the people that you love, not looking even for something for yourself. Mm. And that in that place, God wants to bless you. You're looking to empty yourself and prioritize others. And that's, I think, a testament too that like our good father in heaven has no shortage of good gifts to give to his children. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's Mm. so true. Because I think especially with weekends like this where, you know, there's like a speaker coming and there's just so much excitement. I don't know. I think some people can think the Lord's like passing them by, but it's like Mm -hmm. the Lord he just has good things for all of us. Like he's not going to give somebody like something, I don't know that he's not going to give to somebody else, I guess. I don't know. So I don't know. I just think there's not like a lack. Like I think in those settings, I'm like, well, it's not like the Lord has never spoken to me. Like I actually Mm -hmm. can hear the Lord myself. Like I can ask him, what do you think of me? I don't need someone to like from the stage to tell me that. That doesn't make it more significant. Mm -hmm. The Lord can talk to me as well. Uh, those are my thoughts. Wow, that's good. <laughs> like, Shoot. Those are my thoughts. That just goes to show yeah. how like wonderful and mature your relationship with the Lord is too. So thanks for sharing that. Mm. Um, maybe just because I've asked other people this question, could you share briefly, is that kind of an encounter with the feathers and everything something that had ever happened to you before? Or was that like oh. a one-off first experience? Yeah, that's never... It's never happened to me before. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had like moments of like laughing, um, but it wasn't like that. I don't know. I've never had something like that happen. All right. Amazing. Wow. Thanks, Callie. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thanks, guys. Hey everybody, we're sitting here with our wonderful friend, Courtney. Courtney, would you like to just introduce yourself a little bit? Tell us um, who you are, how long you've been at River House, um, what your involvement with the church is? Yeah, Um, I'm Courtney Guerrero. I don't know if you know Isaiah Guerrero. He's my husband. He works here. (laughs) Um, I have been at River House since 2020 when you guys came back after covid um, and I volunteer helping with the camera, some running the camera sometimes, and then also doing the video switcher in the back of house. So that's really, I like that. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that's a super fun role. And it's also one that is given to a person who has some inherent creativity and understands pretty mm-hmm. high level, like visual arts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've heard you're quite a wizard with those things. <clears throat> oh, mm-hmm. thank you. Just Isaiah brags about your creativity. <laughs> oh. So 
You're so humble. I imagine you wouldn't go around saying that, but we'll say it for you. <laughs> I learned it from him. He's amazing. <laughs> oh, this is so sweet. I love Isaiah so much. Isaiah is all of our favorite person on staff mm-hmm. by far. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you married a good one. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's so fun. Uh, great. And you've been involved now in our congregation um, you said since 2020, when we came back in person, yeah. one thing that's been a thread in our conversations is just to ask, um, do you have any experience with a church that feels at all like River House in the ways that the Holy Spirit moves in our midst? Um, or was River House kind of your first experience with a church like that? Um, me and Isaiah used to have a ministry team or kind of like a church that we went to years ago. Um, it was called Fearless, and it was there was a lot of the moves of the Spirit there. I actually got um, found really found God there beforehand, and we would go out to like Walmart and go out to you know everywhere where Walmart was open all night and pray for people and just do these things called treasure hunts, which were really fun. And um, these people were like they are kind of like my family, and we would just pray over each other and pray over other people so we would um experience moves of god through worship and through just different things like my friend he was a preacher there and it was a lot of love and i i definitely it feels like river house but i feel like river house is my home now more like i've experienced a lot of god here too that's awesome. It's actually surprising to me how many people we talk to haven't experienced things of the gifts of the Holy Spirit before River House. And it feels kind of rare that somebody was in a community that operated in the gifts of the Holy Spirit before they got to our church. So that's honestly, it's really beautiful. And you have a lot of value coming into our community with previous experience. Um, so yeah, we're really thankful to have you and Isaiah and your wonderful daughter, Ariel, in our community. So <laughs> thanks for being with us and for giving us your time today. Yeah. We're going to focus a bit on the your experience at the God is Near conference. Uh, Courtney, can you just let us in on um, that moment that you were sharing with us before when it felt like God really met you? Before I came to the conference, my whole life, I've kind of struggled with a lot of depression and anger and anxiety and just a lot of fear of quite a bit of things. Um, Like I would get so angry that I felt like I would hurt somebody. I was so scared I would hurt somebody. I'm like, um, I thought it was just a part of me. So I walked into the conference. I was talking to God. I was just like, God, please take this depression away. This is all I want. I want it gone. Like, please just take it away. And I was like, the first day... A couple of women came and prayed for me. You know, they were all saying the same things. Like, you know, you you feel like maybe you're not supposed to be here. Like, you don't want to be here and stuff. And, um, you know, you're supposed to be here and you're amazing. And the second day, it was just more women praying over me. Like, God's going to do some good, like, big things in your life. And um, you're amazing. <laughs> and the same things over and over. And then... um. <laughs> I was just feeling this depression heavy, like getting attacked by the enemy, heavy, heavy, heavy. I just felt so sad, so I just didn't want to do anything. I was having trouble doing anything or feeling like I even wanted to be there worshiping, just felt stagnant. Um, And on the third day, Sunday, um, I... uh, One of the worship leaders, she had said she had experienced the fear of man leaving, um, and she... There was a call up for anybody who had the fear of man that wanted it gone. So I immediately popped out of my seat. I'm like, yeah, I want to go up here and be prayed for. And as worship was going on, you know, I felt the heaviness of the spirit and God. And I was like, I'd never, ever felt anything as powerful and as heavy as that before. I've never felt God like that before, ever. He just, it was just such a sweet moment. So during worship, whenever I'm at church or anywhere, I always felt like something was trying to scream. And I didn't know what it was. I would just worship, you know, praise Jesus. God is amazing and, you know, always feel better, but never feel the best. Um, And then I just felt the power of God hit me so hard in this moment that I screamed 
um, and fell to the ground shaking. I felt God's presence so heavy on me. And actually before this, I had said, God, do anything you want. Just go ahead and do whatever you want. I just want to be okay. I just want to feel better. Wow. And so like, I never wanted to, (laughs) you know, I never wanted to scream or fall (laughs) or do those things. But God's like, nope, we're going to get rid of this. So when I fell, I was just shaking under the power of God. And someone had prayed for me and she had said, you know, what do you want? So I don't want to be as so angry that I'm afraid to hurt somebody anymore. I want to know that I'm loved. I know that I'm loved, but I don't feel it. Like, I don't want to be afraid anymore. I don't want to be depressed anymore. Um, and so she had, she was praying over me. And then this thing out of my mouth twice, it goes, no. And then she was just praying, you need to get out. You need to get out. And it just said, no. And it finally, I felt a release of peace. And God was hitting me so hard. I was sitting there shaking and crying and screaming so much. And that, it was a spirit of anger. It had left. Wow. And... <laughs> I just felt so much peace that I've never had in my entire life ever. I've never felt not depressed, not angry, not super anxious or afraid, not like I'm going to be a disappointment to somebody or a disappointment to God. And now I don't feel that anymore. And the enemy has been badgering me the past few days to try to go back. And I've reverted a little bit, but then I came back and it's like, God's like, nah, we're not doing this. So I don't get angry anymore. I don't. I don't get sad anymore like that. I don't, it doesn't hurt anymore. It's just like God removed all that ick and all that bad stuff, all the anger and everything. And I feel so much more confident and joyful and I don't feel full of pain anymore. Wow. Praise the Lord. Oh, wow. Honestly, what a, what a vulnerable moment to share with us, but how holy is that, that you can see a substantial, um, like measurable difference before and after that encounter. Um, something that I imagine in the moment was pretty freaky for yourself or the people around you. Were you feeling much, can I ask, were you feeling at all afraid when you were in the moment? You said the weight of God was on you. It was like pressing you down to the ground. It was heavy. Um, Yeah, maybe just elaborate a little more. Like what was going on inside of you in that moment? Did you have a sense of what was happening? I just felt um, almost safe, I guess, with God. Like I, I didn't even feel, usually I would be very uncomfortable being the one that screams and now I'm not, but I felt safe and loved and I felt mm-hmm. the heaviness of God just pushing and these things just going. And I felt like I was loved for the first time in my life, like really loved. Wow. I'd never known a true full love for ever. I just knew God was there and that I've heard he loves me, but I never felt it. Not like that. It's just something that I know is completely different and fills me with just more joy than I can share. Wow. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I, I to, to just hear a testimony <laughs> of deliverance from that point of view of even like, yeah, this, like this demon saying yeah. no, like coming out of your mouth and like that being kind of involuntary is, just, I don't have boxes for that. Um, yeah, I don't really, I don't really have a lot of words. I'm yeah. just like in awe of the Lord and his goodness, because like, while this is unknown for me and something that I, at least I haven't seen in America all that much. I've seen it in other places in the world just cause I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I don't know why that happens, but, hmm. but yeah, to, to hear the fruit, to like, to, to see you experiencing joy even now is so wonderful is like there like yeah there's like a peace in your eyes um and that's like praise the lord mm-hmm. oh it's so good sorry i didn't i don't know if i added anything to the conversation there <laughs> <laughs> no you did and i i feel like it's even enough to say like 
in moments I have seen a deliverance take place and don't necessarily know, man, what am I supposed to be thinking? That's a little bit spooky. Is that person just screaming because they want attention? Or, you know, you said like, normally you wouldn't want to be loud and draw attention to yourself, but the glory of God was on you in that moment to hear with just so much humility, your genuine experience, um, I think can help disarm my skepticism and allow me. And I think I assume a lot of listeners to realize Wow, a lot of times things might be happening in the spiritual realm that I don't understand. And this is what it looks like when God's kindness meets you with love and breaks away things that are not of him, like anger and sadness. And we just want to celebrate it. Hmm. Yeah, we don't want to. Yeah, we don't want to like run away from it or demean it. We want to like celebrate that God's kindness, his light is so abundant that he uh he shakes out any darkness and that and you experience that wow so good corny (laughs) so fun (laughs) was there anything else that you wanted to add or did you kind of hit hit the general gist i think just that you know if you're experiencing depression or pain i know it's it feels very hard to get out of it and it doesn't feel like you ever can i didn't feel that way i didn't feel like anybody or anything could do it but God surprised me very well and I know it can be really scary when someone is like that in the spirit I was I used to get very afraid and very uncomfortable with that Mm. Um, but now I think feeling it and seeing it in myself it is it has helped and seeing it in other people seeing them get free and broken down and then built back up by God has just kind of changed my perspective on that too Wow. It's built your faith. Can I ask, have you ever asked for, um, just to feel better, asked for the peace in the past and not received that healing and deliverance, um, that you then received at the God is near weekend? Does my question make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, I've asked quite a bit just throughout the years. It just wasn't, I just didn't ever really get get that get it it may have been a little bit for a little while but it was never like this i it was yeah it was never like this conference yeah which i i guess why i asked that and want to point it out is i'm imagining there are a lot of people who could be listening to the podcast who are contending for different things and hoping and they haven't seen the breakthrough that they need and that was your story for a really long time yeah And God in his kindness has a timetable that doesn't always make sense to us and we have to submit to it, Mm -hmm. but not give up hope because you continued to pray and to lean in. That's profound. So I want to celebrate your faith and that God met you in that faith, Courtney. Praise, praise Jesus. (laughs) That's so good. So, so good. (sighs) That's good. Molly or Dumian. Thank you. We're it's so good excited. to be here. So excited to have you on the podcast and mm-hmm. hopefully we'll have you again. Yeah, you're an incredible well of wisdom. So mm-hmm. for any listener that does not yet know Molly, you're in for a treat. Mm-hmm. She's incredible with words. <laughs> she, yeah, I believe has the spiritual gift of wisdom, not just a person who happens to be wise, but oh, wow. whom like the Holy Spirit has imparted a special impartation of wisdom to. And uh, those he gives gifts to, he likes to like pour through that gift out onto others. And uh, you do that really well, especially Mm -hmm. with the way that you steward your writing. And wow. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to just launch into (laughs) talking about how amazing you are. Would you tell us, Molly, what you do? You are on staff here at River House. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and thank you. That's very kind. (laughs) I appreciate the introduction. Um, yeah, I, right out of college, I actually went into teaching. So I was a high school English teacher for, uh, four years. I envy those kids. And, (laughs) um, the Lord, uh, after four years kind of led me out of that space and into kind of more of a mysterious space where I started seeking the Lord for 
um, his next direction for me. And in that time, um, this job at Riverhouse opened up. So I, I work as the pastoral assistant here at Riverhouse. Uh, I do most of like the admin work here. And on the side, I also do a lot of writing. Um, so I host a substack called For Poets and Parishioners. It's and so good. I write on that <laughs> weekly-ish. But uh, yeah, so that's how I spend my time. I mm-hmm. help out with the youth. And that's such a joy for me. Mm-hmm. I love the discipleship space so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, wow. it's great. And you've been coming to Riverhouse for a couple years? Yeah, Three? I started coming in, I think it was 2020, when I first met my then boyfriend, who's now my husband, Brody mm-hmm. Yardumian, who was going here. Praise the Lord. Yeah, praise God for mm-hmm. him. And started coming with him. I had been a few times before, earlier on, when I'd first moved back to Boise. And just was a little bit overwhelmed, to be honest. And didn't wasn't established enough in community to really have anyone to process through anything with. And so there was a lot of questions that yeah. I had that kept me a bit unsettled. So I didn't make a home here at that time. But ended up getting a job elsewhere so moved away for a little bit and then moved back and met Brody he was going here and yeah there was just something about it I think it was my spirit that just compelled me to continue asking questions and Brody was such a safe space to mm. uh, kind of guide me through that time and we had some other really awesome friends the Ortegas mm. and other people that really gave me a lot of understanding which yeah. is something that I feel like I crave a lot of the time so yeah that's kind of how I found my place here so good when you say like when you first experienced Riverhouse it was a little challenging or what was the word you used unsettling, unsettling. did I use unsettling mm-hmm. I oh, think so no Great. okay good word um <laughs> yeah what what was unsettling for you mm-hmm. and what was something that you kind of needed to gain understanding in yeah I think I had experienced I had not experienced the Holy Spirit in the way that the Holy Spirit was moving in this community. And I, yeah, I think because of my background in just more of a traditional conservative Christian setting, I had a lot of questions that I was like, I need answers to these before I can trust this. So there was like a lack of trust, which I think um, I've just learned like community is so important in navigating some of your spiritual questions because once I Mm -hmm. developed trusted relationships that I felt I could really like trust their insight and honor their perspective and felt like I could share all of like the wrestlings that were going on inside me. Those trusted relationships were ultimately what enabled me to kind of trust this like larger space. Um, and I ended up doing catechumenate also by accident, mm-hmm. um, kind of. <laughs> I thought I was That's applying right. for the e-courses and wasn't. And so Brody and I did catechumenate. And I think that really was so helpful because yeah. I think I learned there, regardless of what questions I have, they will always be received and honored. And like Jordan was never threatened by anything I was processing. And I think wow. that helped me develop more trust in the community. Um, so it was kind of this twofold of like learning and understanding more of the Holy Spirit and trusting the Holy Spirit's guidance, mm. guidance, trusting that I can hear the voice of God and um, that I can discern the Holy Spirit. And then also trusting a community of people mm. um, and trusting like leadership. And yeah, yeah, this is kind of two parts for me. That's an excellent introduction into... Um, a, a conversation that God is near a conference that could be really unsettling for a lot of people who aren't familiar with the ways that the Holy Spirit likes to move sometimes and happens to move in our midst pretty often. So mm-hmm. um, it's great to hear some of that processing that had been happening years ago. And I mm-hmm. assume still happens every now and again. Oh yeah. As the Lord continues yeah. to move. <laughs> That's my case. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And even though I've been coming to Riverhouse for six years or more. I forget how long. 
Um, would you let us in on your experience then of the Goddess Near conference or uh, just yeah. whatever tidbits of it you'd like to? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was so expectant for the Goddess Near conference. Julian had come um, when I was here once before. And so I had gotten to experience his ministry, but had heard so much about Katya um, from other people in our community too. And so I was just really excited for the conference. And, um, we had just gotten back from even our youth winter retreat. And I had just been touched by something that Riley Verner had said at that retreat of just, it's not necessarily this like camp high, but the Lord just honors us when we set apart time specifically Mm -hmm. for him. And, Um, he shows up. And so I was really expectant. I was praying into it beforehand and really sensed from the Lord the week before that he wanted me to fast before the conference. And so I was like, Lord, I am so expectant. I I'll do, you know, what you are asking of me. And he had had me in my times with him that week in Joshua three, where Joshua tells the Israelites before he leads them into the promised land, consecrate yourselves to the Lord for tomorrow. I'll do wonders among you. And around that time, I was just kind of praying into, you know, Lord, what is it that you're wanting me to fast for? Where can I, how can I partner with you basically in what you want to do in me this weekend? And I think sometimes there can be these gray areas with the Lord where he's like, I really did feel like he wanted me to bring my desire for the weekend to him. And I have been contending for a long time, probably two years for vocational direction in my life. I know bits and pieces of where the Lord is leading me. And I've kind of discerned what this season in my life with the Lord is for, but have just craved like that certainty of like, this is like the new vocational path that he has me on. And, um, I had been talking to Haley Olson, Benji's Haley, and just felt confirmation from her too in like our friendship of just what she's been praying with me about and, um, and felt encouragement from her as well to bring the Lord my desire for the weekend. And so I was fasting, praying for this vocational direction. Brody was contending for that with me too. And I just was, I wasn't asking for any like grand reveal. I'm like, even just in my like time with you, Lord, this weekend, would you just reveal the next steps for me? Mm-hmm. And so the weekend comes around and the Lord fulfills his promise. He did signs and wonders among us. Mm-hmm. And I think even just in retrospect, our church had been in a season of fasting together as a community. And so absolutely we had consecrated ourselves to the Lord and sure enough, he did signs and wonders among us. Wow. And I think that sometimes we can project, like I had totally assumed of God, like this wonder that he's going to do among us is going to be this vocational direction for my life. That's, it wasn't this miraculous thing that I was craving. I'm like, I just want an answer from you. I want, I need your voice in this season mm-hmm. of my life. And So we see signs and wonders this weekend. I saw someone get healed. I saw multiple people get delivered from demonic oppression. Um, I saw people have gold dust on their hands, smelled the fragrance of the Lord. Um, (laughs) Some crazy things happened um, just with like fillings turning gold and all these things that other people have probably spoken to, but just that are absolutely astounding and leave you in so much wonder but in my own personal experience of the weekend felt really also disappointed Mm -hmm. um the lord didn't reveal any grand like this is your new path walk in it um and so i was i left the weekend being like lord i was asking you for vocational direction i feel like this is something that i'm really been contending for you know that this is my desire you asked me to bring my desire before you and you didn't fulfill it but at the same time I'm like so in awe of you so I feel kind of funny processing this with you Lord because I feel disappointed and at the same time I'm just like awestruck um, by you and so 
Yeah, I knew that there was like a sadness in me that I needed to process and bring before the Lord. And um, so Sunday, the kind of the day after the conference had ended, I just, yeah, allowed myself to kind of grieve what I didn't um, receive from the Lord that I was asking him for and just let him speak to it. And I felt like the Lord was kind of inviting me into this invitation to just enjoy him. And almost like he was like, I did all these signs and wonders in your midst this weekend. And it seems unnecessary. Julian talked about the unnecessary miracles and he's like, and they are very unnecessary, but it's just for the purpose of you to enjoy me. And you were kind of craving my voice so that you could move forward. And it was like this, you wanted to make progress, but I just want you to enjoy me. And I think that that has been really profound as I've continued to process the weekend because we experienced this kind of like overlap of heaven and earth, um, where it just felt like almost like an eclipse for a moment in time, you know? And I was just thinking, you know, if we had experienced the full eclipse, Jesus returning, we have, we like experienced the new earth, all that's going to be left is to enjoy God. And all of these other things that we're contending for will then become irrelevant because we'll just be in the presence of God and enjoying him. And so it's really made me kind of reconsider this idea of success. And, you know, I felt one of my insecurities in this season has just been that I'm I've like failed, you know, I like quit my really secure job as a teacher Mm. where you kind of just automatically elicit respect from people when they're like, what do you do? And you're like, I'm in education to this job that feels very insignificant and inconsequential most of the time. And that has been the greatest gift in my life of just producing so much fruit in Mm. my life. And so, yeah, I've just been considering you know, what is this idea of success in my life? Um, And that in uh, considering like what's eternal to just enjoy God, that's eternal and that's going to last. But for me to find, you know, my vocational lane where I can feel confident and almost like shed this insecurity that I feel, I think that's what I'm like running from, you know, Mm -hmm. is like, Lord, I want this like answer from you so I can shed this insecurity. Mm -hmm. Um, but God is God's invitation is so much deeper of like, just enjoy me. You know, Mm. it was like a, for me, a till we have faces moment, um, Mm. this weekend of Mm. like, I'm wrestling with all these things inside and the Lord's like, just look at me and enjoy me. And so I think there's something really, really deep that he's inviting us into as a community. If we can kind of relinquish this like transactional relationship that we have with the Lord and enter more deeply into a deeper relational intimacy with the Lord where we're satisfied just in like the enjoyment of him Mm. versus like needing his voice for our own means or whatever it is, you know? So (laughs) I, yeah, I think, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like a lot of people are going to see themselves in your story. Mm -hmm. I see myself in your story. Like I, um, wow. That's like really profound. Like, it's like so simple to say like, Mm -hmm. you know, stop being transactional and enjoy the Lord. But like, it takes a lot to do that. It takes a lot to drop security, Mm -hmm. insecurity, Mm -hmm or trying Mm -hmm. to find security in the world or trying Mm -hmm. to find this divine purpose or calling um, that would be so much easier for our souls if we just got a letter from heaven that says, this is what you're going to do, and I love Mm -hmm. you. Right. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's incomplete. Like, I know your story is still in Mm -hmm. process, and so I appreciate you just, like, sharing exactly where you're at. Yeah. Well, and one other thing that's coming to mind, one of the sessions that was really profound to me was Katya's session where she talked about the Canaanite woman Mm. who comes to Jesus and asks him for 
you know, what she needed and he kind of pushes her away. And Katya talks about how in that moment when we first read it, we're like, why is Jesus being so like mean to this lady? You know, we like kind of misunderstand him, but what he was really doing as Katya interprets it is exposing what she believed like about herself wow, and exposing what the disciples believed about her. And I had felt that towards the end of the weekend, like, Lord, why were you silent this weekend? And I felt the Lord speaking through Katya's message of just, what are you believing right now about Mm. like in my silence, I want you to come closer and I want you to expose what you're believing. And I think it's this lie that I am significant only if I have this like job that makes me significant or this like purpose that makes me significant. And it's so much harder to learn that I'm significant only because I'm a daughter of God. And I don't really need any other Mm. descriptives attached to my name, just that I'm a daughter of God. Mm -hmm. And so I think that was another thing that was exposed too, of just like in the silence or like the disappointment and not hearing his voice, it exposed so much of what I was actually believing about him that he then has been able to like, okay, so you think you're insignificant without a job. Let's talk about that. (laughs) And I have some things to say about that actually. (laughs) Oh, come on. Which has been so good. So holy. So sweet. Yeah. And in hindsight, I imagine that, you're viewing that week of prayer and fasting as preparing your heart and faith really well to receive what God wanted to give you, even though it Mm -hmm. wasn't at all what you were hoping it would be. Yeah. Yeah. And I just honor the faith inside of you. Like I would want to honor the Syrophoenician woman for like continuing Mm -hmm. to press in and instead of finding yourself frustrated or offended with the Lord in his silence or lack of response or even like, unnecessary, arguably offensive response to give some people things that feel so needless Mm -hmm. and to give other people thing not to not give other people things that they're contending for. Um, yet you press in with faith and ask, Lord, what are you trying to do in this? What are you trying to say to me in this silence and invite me into? And that lean in posture is the part of why I just so deeply respect you and your faith mm. and why I thought your testimony would be really valuable in this space. Cause I know that'll help other people in similar situations process their own experiences wow. with the Lord. So mm. thanks for just, yeah, making your heart so open to us today as yeah. invaluable. And we're eager to have you back on the podcast another time for a longer stint to talk about other things too. Yeah. Thank you for inviting me. together and to talk about what you've done and who you are I just pray for those who need a feeling of joy that right now as they're listening would you fill their cup and just minister to their spirit um I thank you that you're so intentional Lord that you know what each of us need and the way we need it you're just so good and we praise you and I just pray peace and the spirit of joy to just come upon people mm. in your name jesus mm. yes lord um god right now i just ask that you cover each person that's listening to this um that they would whatever they're struggling with that they're struggling with depression or anxiety or fear or anger it is not a part of them god i just ask that you Give them the breakthrough that they've been asking for, God, that that they need, God, that you show them who they are and that they are so loved, God, that you are able to shower them with affection, God, that they would know who you are and that they would not be afraid, God, that that you would show them through the even the smallest of things that they are valued and worthy and wonderful and that there is breakthrough coming. 
Jesus, I thank you that you are so near that even the, uh, yeah, the evidence of your fragrance means that you're close enough that we can smell you, Jesus. We just thank you for your nearness Mm. and for just your wisdom in the ways that you choose to show up for us, God, that, um, you consider our stories and you consider our desires and you also consider what is best for us as our good shepherd lord and so we just thank you god that you're not abandoning us that you haven't abandoned us but you are so close god and we just celebrate what you're doing in our community jesus we celebrate your signs and your wonders and we just say that we enjoy you god and we delight in you and we ask that you would disciple us into knowing how to do that more deeply god how to more deeply rejoice in you jesus So we just give you all the praise and all the glory for what you're doing in our community. And we love you. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Shoot. Thank you so much for listening to the Deep Waters Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, maybe even a recipe or two, please send them to deepwaters at riverhouseministries.com. And if you would like to join us at Riverhouse for Sunday service, we meet at the Vineyard Boise at 4 p.m. We'd love to see you there. We cannot do this podcast without a little help from our friends. Our theme music was written and recorded by the Riverhouse worship team. Production is done by Jordan Sodeman. Special thanks to Isaiah Guerrero for our artwork. Benjamin Olson writes and co-hosts with me, Jace Langley, and I also edit this bad boy. If you like this podcast and want to keep going on this journey of discipleship with us, please leave us a review wherever you listen to the Deep Waters podcast. May Christ be with you wherever you go.